So, Marty, what are you most likely to? Well, I guess I would be the most likely to uh, disappoint my parents. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not really. Yeah, I mean, you're in college. Yeah. You haven't popped out any babies, so... I mean, not yet. (laughs) Let's hope not, though. No. Can't can't deal with that. Mm Mm-mm. No, actually, I'd probably be the most likely to die. Segway! <laughs> Welcome back to Netflix and Kill. Or is it Netflix and Die? <laughs> no, it's Netflix and Kill. Because we're most likely to die. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a movie. It sure is. Most it's likely to die. on Netflix. Um, that it is. Perez Hilton's in it, and uh, Jake Busey's in it, and um, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our episode. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of, like, at a loss of what to even say. So, okay, like, I guess, like, for starters, I've seen this around on Netflix, um, because I actually almost clicked on it a few times before we decided to watch it tonight, and then I just didn't because there were things that looked more interesting, and I was basically right. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that are more interesting. 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 But, I mean, you know, eventually, if you're going through Netflix, the odds are very, very high that you're going to come across a horror movie that's, like, one of the not-as-good ones. So those was kind of inevitable. Like, we've had really good luck so far with our random picks. Mm-hmm. Um, especially some of the newer ones. So, you know, it it was gonna happen eventually that we came across ones not as, not as good. Yeah. Um, it happens. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, wait, I'm trying- Wait, wait, What? The guy that directed this one was a producer for the Midnight Meat Train. (laughs) (laughs) That explains so much. So much. Well, I looked him up. I looked up his credits, but I didn't look at his producing credits. I just looked at the other stuff he directed. Apparently, he's also directed Last Shift, which I noticed on Mm -hmm. Netflix as well. He also edited this movie, which is like your first red flag. I mean... Well, okay, that's... So, like, a general... Yeah, but, like, a general rule of thumb in the filmmaking world is they always tell you do not direct and edit your own movies. Um, So, like, basically, if you're on set, you're going to be biased by the on-set experiences. So, like, for example, you know, let's say that you spend all day trying to get this one really, really cool shot, and then when you're in the editing room the really, really cool shot doesn't actually work at all with mm-hmm. what you're trying to edit. But since you were on set, you're like, well, I have to find a way to keep this in somehow. So you force it in and it can really like mess up your editing. Uh, th- this is the general rule of thumb. It's not always true. There are some directors who edit their own films. Mike Flanagan is one who comes to mind. He directed and edited Hush, Oculus, um, Gerald's Game, like a lot of horror movies. And I think he does a really good job with that. So, you know, it's not always the case. It depends on the person. But just, like, typically, you, the, you know, this is just a thing in the filmmaking world. Yeah, um, it's always good there's... to have, like, fresh eyes on, on your material to help you out with stuff. Yeah, exactly. 
like, the editing in this movie was weird. It wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, venturing into, like, Saw territory of, like, weird editing. It was just, I don't know. It was just bland. Yeah. Just, I don't even know where to begin with the problems of this movie. So... Well, let's start with the beginning. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So, first of all, um, we find out that there's a group of people getting together for their class reunion um, at one of their friends' house. They were, like, all high school friends. I think it was, like, implied they were all on the yearbook staff together, and that's, like, how they became friends. So, the opening of the film is one of the girls going to the cabin early to, like, her sleep around with Ashley. her boyfriend. Yes. Her name is Ashley. We know this because her shirt says Ashley on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's like it's like you have to be extremely blunt to like get the name across that it's Ashley because like she's only in the first scene. Yeah, and then they kill her. Well, like, and then they roll the title. <laughs> I feel like, well, like I don't know. I feel like they were trying to imply that like she's vain and or something maybe. Yeah, but like. I have never known I, the way that came anyone, off though is like yeah. you're just so stupid that you have you can, like can't remember your name unless it's like taped on your shirt. Yeah, like I've never known even the most vain people that I knew in my life. I've never known anyone who wears their own name on a t-shirt unless they're like a baby and their yeah. parents get them a shirt with their name on it because they are. A baby. <laughs> like, I've met people who wore their significant other's name on a t-shirt, which is, like, really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, but I've never met someone who wore their own name. The, the only way I could, uh, like, the only other way, I guess, I could think of someone wearing their name is inside their underwear. And only <laughs> nerds from the 60s do that, so. <laughs> yeah, so Ashley dies in the opening. We never mm-hmm. know... Until she's way like, later, what becomes of her boyfriend? She's, like, following these clues around the cabin or whatever. Yeah. And, like, there's some that say, like, getting warmer and then getting colder. And then there's one that says, cold as your grave. And then she walks into a closet thinking that her boyfriend's gonna be in the closet. And a bunch of shit falls on top of her. And then inside it just sa- it says, just die already. Like, <laughs> did you think all the shit that was going to fall out of there was going to kill her? No, she just moved out of the way and it knocked her beer out of her. <laughs> just die already. <laughs> God, it's... I don't know. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So, I mean, and like, this is one of those things, I guess that like the idea behind it is cool, but like the execution is just kind of weird. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, in a better movie, like, that scene could have been really fun. Like, I kind of liked, you know, the whole hide-and-seek thing and Yeah, that whatever, was a little but... interesting, but, like, the way that it was executed was really weird. And then she runs out of the house after, like, all the shit falls on her. And... But, like, then she, like, goes into this one area and they, like, rope her in... Yeah, which they had to, like, have, like, specific knowledge of, like, exactly where she'd be running... Yeah, um, which, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, in most, I'm not one of those people who's, like, super, like, a stickler about, like, well, that's not realistic, or, you know, or about plot holes or whatever. Because, like, yeah. if the movie's good, then I don't care about that. Um, But if the movie's bad, then you're going to notice it a lot more. So mm-hmm. I kept noticing things like that in this movie. So sorry for being, like, that person who brings it up. Yeah, but, but, like... It, 
Yeah, it's like just from the get go, it didn't make any sense. So. Yeah, like it's stuff that I did keep commenting about to Marty. Yeah, so, I was like, what? while we were watching it. Yeah, so then the rest of the friends arrive later. I don't remember all of their names. So like Ashley, let me pull up the IMDb. Was, okay. I can try and see if I remember. Ashley was the one from the beginning who, mm-hmm. like, gets killed off. And Ray is the one she was looking for, and we don't know what happened to him until later. Then there's, uh... Oh, what was the main girl's name? Gabby. Yes. Um, who's played by the girl who plays Brittany on Glee. Mm-hmm. Who actually gave a pretty good performance, honestly. Yeah. she was um, pretty alright. I think Ray was... Or was it Brad? The one that... Brad is, like, the guy that she was into... From high school, um, okay. who has, like, the model girlfriend or something. Oh, okay. That he brings with her. And then, um, there was the other girl who was the lesbian, who uh, was really cool. Was that Simone or Bella? Simone. Simone. Yeah, I liked her. Um, she was cool. And, and then, then, there's Tarkin, played by Jake Busey. Oh, Tarkin's, like, just, he's, like, barely in it. He's, he, like, like a, a red herring. He's, like, the groundskeeper or something for the house that they're staying in and like he basically all he does is like spy on the model girlfriend while she's changing mm-hmm. and then he gets strangled by the killer yeah and then he dies yeah. and then it's like and then it's like why would you hire Jake Busey for that part when that part wasn't even needed <laughs> i mean uh, i feel like i don't know that's one of those things that like he could have had a bigger role in the original script and yeah, then they and then had they to just cut it cut down everything i mean that happens a lot like yeah and then, I don't know, they're like, well, we filmed some scenes with him, so we better keep him in. Yeah. I mean, that that does tend to happen a lot. Yeah, I guess, um, but like... But that's just... another reason why you don't want your director to be your editor. Yeah. One, <sighs> one other character was DJ. DJ. And he was like the class clown. Class clown, yeah. Then there was... Oh, Freddy, right? Was that his name? That's Perez Hilton. <laughs> yeah. What was he again? He was, like, a videographer or something. Oh, yeah, the one who's, like, recording everything. Yeah. Obnoxious. Um, and then there was the other guy. His Lamont. name started... Yeah, Lamont. Which... Token black guy. Yeah, and that scene with him was weird. The girl... I don't remember. Was it Bella? Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway, there's a bunch of people, like... I would say out of the bunch, the strongest characters were definitely Simone and Gabby. Like, they really did have a genuinely, like, strong friendship Mm -hmm. that was cool to watch. Um, And I liked, I I told Marty this while we were watching, I liked the look of them. So, I would say the two of them, like, they aren't, like, your stereotypical, like, super, you know, pretty, like, glammed up looking actresses. Yeah, but for... they're still pretty attractive. Oh, yeah. Well, like, they're very pretty. It's just, like, I don't they... know how to describe it. They look like normal humans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone else which... in this movie was, like, cast specifically for, like, a nude scene, I think. Yeah. It was just refreshing to see. Because it's something that doesn't always happen in films like this. So it was yeah. nice. And I thought, like, they give, you know, genuine performances. Yeah. Um, in a different movie, like, in a different movie, I would have really been rooting for their characters. But again, like, there that's what makes this movie more frustrating, is there are elements about it that are very fun, and, like, I could easily see working. It's just something about the execution just doesn't come together. Yeah. So, we have our killer, as well. Yeah. Who, I think, like, 
what the film wants you to believe. So we're told this backstory that all of the friends, when they were in high school, since they were on yearbook staff together, there was this kid who was kind of like the school we're, weird we're kid. Go we're going into like spoiler territory now. Yeah, um, well, sort of. They they yeah. say this pretty early on in the movie. Oh, yeah, this um, too. But, like, yeah, just this whole episode. Like, we are gonna spoil the movie. We're gonna yeah. openly talk about it. So there was this guy who was, like, the school weird kid. I don't remember. His name was, like, John Dowdy or something, but they no, called him John Doe. They never, like, gave a real name for him, I no, don't think. No, he did have a full name. It was, like, John Dowdy or something. Oh. Like... Like, something long, but then they, like, nicknamed him John Doe. Mm. Um, and then, I guess, just everyone in the school picked on him, and so the kids from the yearbook staff, like, edited his yearbook photo and, like, put most likely to die on his thing, and, uh, like, it was kind of a mean prank, and they talk about how they felt bad about it and stuff, so, like, this is kind of who you suspect is supposed to be the killer. Mm -hmm. And then twist ending you find out it's not it's actually dj yeah the class clown because in a like convoluted story john doe got expelled from school because they found a gun in his locker so dj reveals that who was it was it freddie or ray it was ray it was had, ray. like pressured him to put the gun in oh, john ray Doe's was locker. the ice hockey guy he's fine yeah he was fine by the end of it yeah, they, he was the boyfriend at the beginning who had gone missing, and they find him. He's been, like, kidnapped or whatever by yeah. DJ. Yeah, so DJ was, like, pressured to plant the gun in John Doe's locker, which got John Doe expelled. But then, years later, after they graduate, DJ becomes friends with John Doe and tells him what happened, and then John Doe kills himself, and then DJ feels bad about it, so he... That's why he wants to murder so, his classmates. Yeah, so in, like, this convoluted plan, like, DJ's like, I'm gonna kill all of my old friends so that my conscience will be clear of some bullying I did in high school. <laughs> um, yeah, well, like, he also... So I guess, like, the other thing... I don't think I realized this until after the movie. He, like, tries to kill them in, like, the ways that their yearbook described them. So, like, yeah. Ashley was, like, most likely to have her name in lights. And so he, like, positions her body with, like, Christmas tree lights spelling Ashley. Yeah. And, you know, like, stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. None of the kills really stood out that much to me, I didn't think. No. Like, they weren't very creative. That, that was, like, the only one that I remembered. The other one was, like, a girl in a hot tub. And that was, <laughs> that was yeah, it. That, um, now, the killer's design was kind of interesting, isn't it just credited as the graduate? The graduate is, like, yeah, the monster and, or the killer or whatever, but... Yeah, so that was kind of <laughs> interesting. He's, like, so he's got this, um, like, paper mache mask and this graduation cap and gown, and the graduation cap has a razor in it, mm -hmm. and he, like, uses it to cut people's throats, which I, I think is kind of funny. It was kind of <laughs> yeah. fun to watch, honestly. Like, uh, again, so much of this, I feel like, would have been better in another movie. The graduate they have as the actor um, under John Doe. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Because yeah, at the very end of the movie, like, after you think, like, oh, he's, like, been dealt with, like, the graduate. It was just this guy in a in a graduation suit, and it was DJ, but... Firstly, then, I don't think they ever show DJ in the graduate outfit. 
I don't think they do either. They also um, only put Ray in, like, the top. And then, like, the mask is, like, missing the whole time. And then at the very end, like, like, you see the mask on the ground or whatever, and someone picks it up and puts it back on their face, but you don't know who it is. And it's like, oh, no, the killer wasn't actually dead. Yeah. (laughs) Like, dude, come on. Yeah. So, like, the only thing I can think is, like, John Doe was actually there. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I'm, like, not really that compelled to, like, think too deep into it. Because this movie's obviously not getting a sequel, so... Yeah, that's, like, the only comprehensible thing I can get out of that that scene at the end, because it didn't make any sense otherwise, and... Although, I guess, speaking of sequels, it is kind of interesting to note that while I was looking this up on IMDb, another movie came up called Most Likely to Murder, which apparently came out this year, but has, like, nothing to do with Most Likely to Die. I just thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. So the theme of this, like, idea of, like, high school reunion and stuff actually can be an interesting launching pad for your movie. Like, an interesting idea, I guess, like, an interesting premise. So... One of, like, I guess, like, what it made me think of, have you ever seen the movie The Gift? Um, heard of it? I don't think I've ever watched it. Uh, so I saw that when it first came out, and that's, like, I think an example of this, like, way better done. It's, well, first of all, like, they have a way smaller cast, which I think helps. It's more focused on, like, this relationship between this guy who bullied another guy in high school, and they meet back up when they're adults, and they are, like, trying to play it, like, oh, we're cool now with it, you know, but you know, there's twists to it. So to me, like, that did this sort of theme way better. Because, I guess, like, honestly, mostly just because it was more, like, engaging to watch. Mm-hmm. And they really, like, focused on these two characters' relationship. Um, and the suspense of, like, the will they, won't they, like, snap, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe everything's fine, but you kind of know that everything's not fine. And, like, I do have my problems I think that movie might actually be on Netflix now, or at is least it, it was is it recently. A movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. Okay. So, um, if it is, we should do an episode on it because it's really interesting. So there are like things about it that I like. So I think like overall, it's like really well made. Okay. But there's like a few like problems I have specifically with the ending. We'll we'll get into that if we can find it on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, no, we'll talk about it on our podcast, Netflix and Kill. (laughs) The podcast you're listening to right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll talk about it um, Mm -hmm. if it's still on there. But I just like, I guess I just wanted to bring that up to compare because I feel like that's still, even though I have problems with that movie too, it's still an example of like this theme done way better. Yeah, because it is an interesting premise for a movie. I mean, like a lot of people still look back on their high school days and like it sticks in your mind the things that happened especially if you were bullied or if you bullied someone else Mm -hmm. or like you know if there was someone you liked and you never told them like even though it seems silly i think it is something that stays with you at least just a little bit yeah it's uh, (laughs) my thing with this movie was the theme of like oh like you bullied this kid so now i'm gonna murder you um (laughs) it's kind of uh not good, because, like, bullying is not fun at all, but, like, this can definitely go a lot better in a very different way, based on how you... I, I just have a problem with, like, the 
the bullying aspect of this movie just because like a lot of stuff that happens in the movie could have been done a lot differently and not as a horror movie because I feel like this movie would have worked a lot better had it been like an intervention drama (laughs) instead of like I'm gonna murder you yeah well I mean but I feel like it also would have at least made more sense if it was like coming from the bully themselves like as much as like an obvious choice that would be I don't think there's anything wrong with that because the viewer wasn't expecting it Mm-hmm. So, like, having this twist coming out of nowhere, it seems very much like a choice of, like, oh, we're gonna catch the audience off guard, but then it, like, makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to do a lot of, like, explaining Yeah, there was a exposition. shit ton of exposition at the very end oh, to, like, make fun, of, make, make sense of exposition all. There's a lot of exposition in this movie, just in general. But, you know, like, I think it would have just made more sense if they had gone the obvious route, and it's just, like... That it is the kid who got bullied. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that's a thing that's been done before in horror films, but, like, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it would have at least, like, Made been acceptable, sense. yeah, from a narrative standpoint. I feel like maybe he was, like, he felt like it was too close to, like, Scream or something. Yeah. I don't know. It, it feels almost similar to... Scream in the way that they've made the character only instead of being like a like ghost face, it's just like this graduation cap and gown. <laughs> um, you know, now that I think about it, actually, I guess like just sorry, thinking about the gift again, this came out the mm-hmm. same year as that, too, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Wh- which that doesn't mean that any of them like stole from each other because movies go into production like for a long long time before they come out yeah so like movies that get released the same year like that doesn't mean anything it's just interesting to think about like that these themes are on a lot of people's minds i guess at the same time Mm -hmm. i mean i think those directors would have been like going to their reunions probably actually probably "Uh, all these people suck what if i just made a horror movie about how much i want to kill them (laughs) I really wish there was, like, more I could say about Most Likely to Die, but really... It's it's kind of... It's just... Unremarkable. Yeah. I mean, again, like, there are elements of it that are done well. It's not, like, so, you know, just horribly incompetent. Nope. It's not... It's just... The Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, even though the guy produced The Midnight Meat Train, it's not at that level of movie incompetency. But... It's it's just, the things that are done well are very overshadowed by the things that are just extremely bland, and it's really hard to, like, discern from what is good and what is just, like, mediocre, because yeah. there's, there's not a lot of variation in, like, what's good and what's not, so... Yeah, I think it's <laughs> but can we, wait before we go though, can we talk about the one scene where the guy is just like pounding into that girl? Yes. <laughs> so that was the character, so funny. The character Lamont, and I think it was. Um, Did we agree it was Bella? Was her name? I think so. But he was like apparently they they had a crush on each other in high school, but like the girl had uh, been dating this guy. And, like, when she broke up with him, uh, Lamont had been comforting her and stuff. And, like, she didn't even realize that, like, 
he was crushing on her. But, but anyway, they, like, confessed to each other later at the, at the reunion or whatever, like, hey, you know, I had a crush, crush on you, sorry. Anyway, he says, like, you know, I had a crush on you, and she's like, you know, you're pretty cute. And so, they, like, start kissing in the hot tub, and then, like, a couple scenes later, you see them just, like, fucking banging so hard. (laughs) Like, he's just, like... Bam! 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 Like, it was kind of funny. But, like, th- that is, like, the most animated sex scene I've ever seen. Like, it is... It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was scary. I, I was, like... Re- I was, like, really afraid for that woman's vulva. Like... <laughs> they were committing to the bed. I mean, yeah. I that, that's That's a pretty good commitment to the bit. But, like... Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And then, the, and then, like, one of their friends just walks in. He doesn't even, like, knock on the door yeah, or anything. He, he just, like, walks in. He's walks like, oh, in whoa, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> like, walks in to tell them that Ashley's dead, which everyone had, like, a really weird reaction to. Yeah, like, they didn't think, oh, no, not Ashley. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Guess I gotta go put my pants on now. I'll bang you later. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre, to say the least. I I really... I I didn't want to talk about this scene, but I also needed to, because yeah. it was just so raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, horror movie sex scenes are just on a different level. Mm-hmm. They're either, like, you know, pretty, like, you know, interesting to watch... And then they're, like, other ones that are fucking bizarre. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been interested to watch a horror movie sex scene, but... I mean, Crimson... The point of Crimson Peak was oh, kind of interesting. Oh, well, yeah, Crimson Peak. Um, but that's Guillermo, and he understands... That's true, it sensuality, is ...sensuality, unlike anyone else. Yeah, unlike, um, de Blasi. Or, yeah, de Blasi. De Blasi, yes. Man, I hope that, like... Well... Just, like, a personal connection, or confession, I kind of hope that, like, the directors of these movies we talk about don't find this. I mean, I'm sure they won't, but, because I don't think they care. Like, they're probably, you know, doing other stuff, and I doubt this podcast will get that big. But, like, that's gonna be awkward. Yeah, but I mean, like, also, if they find it, and, like, we're talking negatively about their films, then, like... I feel like they can take some criticism, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not so. like others haven't negatively reviewed yeah. this, too. I mean, I guess that's right. I just am the kind of person that always feels... I guess, like, as a filmmaker, I always feel a little guilty about that. Yeah. I, like, I feel the I same have, way, you know. I mean, nothing against the director. Like... Yeah, there's just some wrong choices that were made in making the film. Yeah, and, which is... you know... Yeah. It's a learning experience. even it Even is. if you're, like... I mean, he's only done a... like. He's been in the business for a long time, but yeah, he's only done a few movies, so so. his next one could be better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've certainly made bad movies, too, so... Yeah, me too. I know how it goes. (laughs) I've Um, also made really bad art. That's just how it goes. Oh, me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you learn from it, and you make more and better art. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the fun of being an artist, really, yeah. is getting to... It's not like we're saying this grow. is, like, the worst film ever or Oh, anything. no, not even close. Man, mm-hmm. I've seen so much worse stuff than this on Netflix. This is just, like, kind of, um... This is really, like, what you would expect 
when you're going to watch a Netflix horror film. Like, if yeah. someone says, like, Netflix horror film, like, this is kind of exactly what someone would expect to be getting. Yeah. Um, like, just the kind of, like, generic, not very bottom of the barrel, but close. Yeah. Kind of, you know, slasher film and... Although, I will say that a lot of Netflix films now are getting a lot better. Yeah. I don't know like... if we're just really good at picking good ones, or... But I do think, like, the ones that have been put on recently, like, the ones yeah. that all say, like, 2017 or 2018 seem to generally be a lot better, and, like, some of the Netflix originals, at least the ones that I've seen, are really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've watched a couple and reviewed them already. Um, yeah. At least one I know, The Ritual. Yeah. I really want to watch The Little Evil <laughs> Oh, soon. me too. Yeah. I think we need to, like, put that one back a little bit more, though, so that, like, we can get some of the other other ones out of the way first, and, yeah. like, just, like, save it as, like, a treat episode. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, we, we need to do an episode about Hellraiser 2, since we've oh, seen it. we do. I want to get Aaron back for that one. I yeah. really want to get Aaron back on the podcast, because mm-hmm. I feel like he can He's just... a talker. He is, and I, <laughs> like, he always has such eloquent things to say. That's true. And Hannah, too. Yeah. Like... We need to get a bunch of people. She brings up, like, really, really good stuff, too. And she can bring up a lot of things, like, as an actor. Yeah. That, like, we wouldn't be able to talk about. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. As far as performances go and stuff, so. Yeah, um, stay tuned for lots of cool new episodes. Yeah. Because um, I feel like we're definitely not going to stop doing this anytime soon. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya. May your nightmares be plentiful.